game on. It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, happy Saturday. I'm CJ Baumgartner, and this is Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Another week goes on in the winter sports season, and we're recapping it all with the WDC head coaches, including girls basketball coach Jordan Cressup. He joins us after this. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. And coach, just give me the lowdown on uh, what happened with your team throughout the last week. Yeah, yep. So we had a, a home game on Tuesday. We took on Verndale. Um, They're always tough, always disciplined, always well coached. So we knew that going into the game it would be a, a tough battle, and, and it certainly was. Um, they kind of put a little run together in the first half, and I think we were up up six at half. I thought um, they did a good job of just making us work defensively and uh, making us pay. So um, then second half came around and stepped it up a little bit and, and told our girls that we we gotta we gotta step up our game a little bit. And I thought we answered the call pretty well there in the second half and had some good balance offensively um, with different girls stepping up and scoring. And um, I thought we kept continued to push the pace offensively and um we did a, did a lot of good things in that game too um but a lot of good things to take from it as well and you know that was a game there are a couple things i noticed in uh in that uh in that matchup between uh, you guys and verndale and one was uh the rebounding battle between uh, katie blaha and peyton gravel was really fun to watch throughout that game both of them really felt like they took pride in that part of the game and both of them it was fun to watch them go at it and also was uh the fact that both of you guys really like to play that aggressive style of uh, man-to-man defense and what was it like uh kind of having to deal with both of those throughout the game yeah yep that's something we noticed too um with the uh blaha and, and gravel matchup they're both physical they're both athletic they both take pride in um in rebounding and so you yeah, had to see that that matchup early on here in the season was was pretty cool um so i would definitely agree with you there and then um yeah both solid disciplined teams offensively and defensively so um we knew we would have to work for everything on offense and defense and they're physical, you know, they, they work hard and, um, they, they really make you, um, make good decisions. And, and if you don't, then they make you pay. So, um, yeah, it's always a battle with Verndale and, and that's what it was. And, you know, the outside shooting, getting those, uh, baskets from three-point range really helped you guys out. That's something I know you guys have a lot of good shooters on the team. Is that something you feel like really puts you guys, uh, kind of, uh, in a position to be really successful this year? Yeah, yep, I think we have a lot of different threats there on the outside. Um, girls who can not only shoot from outside, but can at the basket too. So um, that makes it difficult for, for teams to match up against us. And, um, you know, we just tell our girls, you know, just to let it fly. Um, a lot of them have put in a lot of time in the summer and during the season after practice, uh, things like that. So we trust them to, to take um, take whatever shot and whatever defense uh, whatever the defense gives them, you know, um, they're open, let it fly and shoot with confidence, you know, and, um, some nights it'll, it'll be rolling for us. Some nights, maybe not so much. And, um, that's why we have a team. It's a team game. And, um, we have different people picking each other up. 
And now to get Park Region Conference win number one on the season, how important was that? And uh, just kind of what's uh, your outlook for the Park Region Conference this season? Yeah, um, it's always good to get that first conference win. Conference is tough this year, as as always. Um, you know, uh, Verndale always good, always physical. Um, you know, look at teams like Mills, who we have tonight, and then Minaga and, and Henning and you know, you go up and down the conference, and it's uh, it's pretty competitive teams and teams that kind of present different different challenges for you. So um, it'll be a, a challenge night in, night out for us. And I think we have girls that are that are up for the challenge. Um, and uh, uh, we'll see we'll see what happens tonight. And obviously, we're recording this on on Friday morning. This is going to air on Saturday. But for uh, for when people hear this, uh, Coach, uh, for you guys to have get a win against New York Mills, what would have had to have gone right when they listen? Yes. So number one thing is we're going to have to rebound. New York Mills presents a lot of different matchup problems. They're they have good size all throughout their lineup, and not only are they are they big, but they're physical as well. They they crash the boards hard and. Um, we're kind of uh, a different team, you know. We're a little bit smaller, and um, we're going to have to have um, everybody on the same page as far as boxing out, rebounding, um, and then getting out and, and running offensively, and then you know just taking care of the ball and um, you know controlling what we can control. And coach, through the first couple weeks of the season, who has been somebody, whether it's uh, in a game situation, maybe in practice, who's somebody that's really stood out to you and you've thought's been uh, having a pretty good week? Yes, so I would I would look at our our two seniors, you know, Allie Pavic and and Madison Carson both have have been bringing it um these first few weeks and um you know, kind of leading the charge in in different ways, you know. Um and you know, we look to those those two as leaders um effort-wise and um just bringing it all the time. Um and then obviously Peyton Gravel has has really stepped up and has taken pride in in rebounding. She's you know, averaging a double-double. So um, you know, she just has that relentless work ethic. So, um, and then Addie Gravel and, and Montana Carson are, are stepping up, um, with big time scoring roles and, and doing things defensively and, and on the boards too. So, um, and then you look at a, a girl like Jenna Dykoff who comes off the bench and just brings a lot of enthusiasm and, and fire to, to what we're doing. So, um, not to sound cliche, but, um, it really has been a team effort and a, and a group effort. So, um, couldn't ask for, for more. The effort is there. So, yeah. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls basketball coach Jordan Cressip. Coach, thanks for taking the time to talk with us, and best of luck throughout the next week. You bet, CJ. Thank you. Coach Cressip there and his Wolverine squad off to a nice start for the 2022-23 season. Now we just talked about the girls' team. Why don't we talk about the boys' side of things with Coach Toomberg? On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. And coach, uh, got a couple more games under your belt this week. Uh, give us the recap on how those went. Well, to be uh, completely honest with you, CJ, uh, Tuesday was about as brutal and ugly and embarrassing and frustrating as it could possibly be. Uh, we went over to West Central and, um, you know, just to put it plain and simple, and our boys would all agree with you, or we agree with this statement that we just did not come ready to play. Um, our effort, our energy, uh, just we just came out super flat. Uh, and we did have a really um, close first half with them. I mean, I think there was like two minutes left or so, and we were down like three. Um, but then they completely blew us out in the second half and ended up losing by 25 or so. 
Um, just a very frustrating, bad, bad loss. Um, talked a lot after the game in the locker room about just things we got to change. On Wednesday's practice, we had a great practice, a great film session, just going over some of those things. And uh, last night, got Verndale uh, at home, and the boys came out uh, with a completely different energy, different mentality, um, and they did all the dirty work and everything that we talked about them needing to do um, and came away with a big win. So hopefully we can uh, keep this positive energy and high energy intensity level uh, moving forward in the next week with more games. And you know, you mentioned that uh, having coming out a bit flat early in the week and then overcoming it and kind of answering that that call. What does that say about uh, about your team? Um, I, you know, I think big picture it was the maybe the wake up call you needed. Um, you know, people talk about it all the time in sports that oh, that big one bad blowout loss, and all of a sudden the team started to click after that. Where I think, like I've been telling a lot of people, it was our our big slice of uh, humble pie where. I think some of our, our coaches, some of I mean myself included, um, our players, I think maybe thought that we were going to be better right off the bat than we uh, you know, have been, um, where we definitely needed kind of that, uh, that beat down just to humble us a little bit and to realize that at no point are you just going to get anywhere on your skill alone, that we have to work for everything that, uh, everything that we need and that we want for this season. So it was just a, a great humbling experience. Um, but then to see the boys – really resonate with that message that, uh, you know, we needed that and we got to go work for it and to do it. Um, you know, I hope this, this is one of those games, the West Central game I'm referring to, is one of those games that throughout the season we can just look back on and say, remember that after that night that's similar to what we're given tonight or whatever, and hopefully um, they can relate 100% to that and things can get moved around. You mentioned the effort and you mentioned things like that. What are some other areas where you saw uh, your team really kind of take a big step this week? Um, I think on the defensive side of things, we that was one thing that we really, really struggled with over in West Central. Um, we were just lazy on defense. We were lazy rotating, um, slow rotating. Uh, and against Verndale, uh, the boys absolutely flew around. We were talking a lot better. Um, just every everything that we know we can do, um, we did completely wrong on Tuesday and turned around to completely right on Thursday. So I guess with two games of complete 180s, we'll see what we have next Tuesday against Mills. <laughs> and, you know, that's the, you kind of mentioned with uh, just trying to get them ready to play. And that's tough because they're high school kids and there's a lot going on. And especially with this week, as weird as it's been with, uh, with stuff getting canceled because people getting sick and all that across the region. I mean, it's just, there's a lot going on. And for them, some nights to come out like they did earlier in the week, but then to see them uh, come back later in the week better. I mean, as a coaching staff and for you yourself, kind of what's that challenge for you guys just to make sure everybody, uh, everybody shows up ready to play every night? Yeah, I think uh, after that bad loss and the practice we had on Wednesday, um, I think the boys understand now and uh, hopefully moving forward that uh, there's nobody that you can take lightly and there's nobody, uh, no matter what their record shows or what the film shows, that you can just show up and dominate. Um, that we got to go work for everything we, we want to get. And if we want to win, we got to work hard and we got to go earn it. And I think that message is going to stick with the boys and that'll be something we just keep reminding them of moving forward. First Park Region Conference win of the season against Verndale, and now you got a couple Park Region uh, Conference matchups on the road next week. What's your message to the team as you uh, get ready for that? You know, one goal that we had uh, early in the season, or right away in the season, was that we wanted to be right there at the top of the Park Region Conference. Um, if we weren't the champs, we wanted to be, I mean, at worst case, runner-up, but our goal is to be the champs, and um, some of these games, some of these teams that we're, we're getting to play early, 
um, are going to be some of those games where we kind of got to deliver that message that, hey, if we truly want to be at the top of the park region, you got to go and take care of business. Um, so one big thing for our team, like we just kind of kind of was talking and referring to a couple minutes ago, is uh, you're not going to take anybody lightly. I know Mills just played their first game of the year last night. They lost by 30 or so. Um, but that means absolutely nothing for uh, when we go into their house because their game for them was on the road and teams are always seem to be better at home. Um, and then Bertha, they're off to a 2-0 and start and then beat a, what we thought was going to be a solid Pillager team. And they maybe aren't solid and Bertha's uh, maybe a little better than in recent years where uh, we're going to have to absolutely work and play our best to be able to get two road wins um, with both Mills and Bertha being um, tough places to play. Those aren't easy gyms to walk into and uh, walk away with wins, so we're going to have to play our butts off to to earn those wins. And last question for you, Coach: uh, Who's been a player, whether in practice or uh, in a game? Who's been a player that stuck out to you this week that you've uh, thoughts had a, a really solid uh, few days? Um, I would say there's two two guys that really stick out. Uh, I'm not going to talk about really anybody from Tuesday because nobody uh, nobody probably wants to be referred to from Tuesday's game. Um, but last night, uh, Nathan Peterson, uh, one of our junior forwards, had a huge game, and it wasn't necessarily um, everything that's going to show up on the stat sheet. But every big rebound, every loose ball, all those types of things, he was he was when he was on the court, he was the major hype guy, clapping, picking each other up, getting teammates. I mean, he was an instant spark when he was in, and it was something that we hadn't seen out of Nate uh, at all in any of our practices or previous seasons, um, where he actually was just in my classroom here about an hour ago. And I told him, if you can bring that energy and that kind of style of play consistently, you're going to do a lot more for this team than you think. Um, that's not even going to show up on the stat sheet. And and the other one was going to be uh, Kobe Snyder. Uh, Kobe last night, I think for him, uh, just reading his reaction after the game uh, in the locker room and whatnot, was a little frustrated. Uh, only scored two points. I think he was one for five or whatever it was shooting. And I think he was a little down on himself about that. Uh, but his defensive effort and the way he was flying around um, he he would have been our top defensive MVP for that game. Where I think that's one of those stats and one of those things that people just kind of overlook and don't uh, feel like is much value. Um, but he affected that game way more than he thinks. And just because it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, um, he's going to be reminded for sure tonight in practice uh, what a heck of a job he did. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys basketball coach Kevin Toomberg. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to talk with us, and best of luck uh, through the next week, and we'll uh, recap it here, same time, same place. Sounds good. Thanks, CJ. Have a good weekend. There you go. There's Coach Toomberg giving his recap of the boys' basketball team's week. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back on Wolverines Weekly, we are going to talk with head boys hockey coach Scott Woods, also head wrestling coach Brad Wollum, all coming up after the break on Wolverines Weekly. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. And, Coach, give me a little bit of a recap for the last uh, week for your team. Uh, we, we played well. We had, uh, let's see, if I go back, it would be the, probably back to the Providence game we played on Saturday. And then we played Prairie Center on Tuesday. So we had two games in there. Uh, the Providence game was, you know, one we scheduled on purpose knowing they were a top 10 team in fact right now they're ranked number four in state really just to see where we stood you know it wasn't about you know of course we'd love to win but 
more than anything early in the year to see what we had and how we competed with a team like that. And um, I was really impressed with our kids. We we had it to four two <clears throat> late in the second period, just about scored. They came down and scored to make it five two. Um, and then you know it's easy to go into the third against a good team figuring it's over but our kids came out and played hard and scored right away made it 5-3 and kind of had them I think a little nervous for a few minutes and then we just a little bit ran out of gas and a little bit things just kind of went their way the floodgates kind of opened up and they ended up pulling away but the, the score really didn't indicate the game you know I think our kids gave it two good real periods and and um, like I said energy wise it was a little bit tough to keep up with them um, but but saw a lot of good things in there. And then the uh, Prairie Center game on Tuesday, we played very well. I mean, all the way around, Gunnar Olsen had a shutout. Our defensemen played rock solid back there, and then our forwards put up points. We ended up winning that one 7 nothing. So we, we had a nice couple games. And you mentioned that the, the game against Providence Academy, knew it was going to be a tough one, but it was a measuring stick. What do you think, uh, what were some of the things you noticed uh, out of your team in that one? I know you mentioned kind of the never give up attitude, so there's that, but what are a few other things uh, about them that you found in that found out about your team in that game? Well, I think that we can play with their speed. You know, that's one of the biggest things, and you play some of those better schools. You know, that's a private school in the cities that, you know, can basically get kids from all over, you know, so they have, you know, some nice advantages there where they, you know, we're, we're a small town. We, we have the guys that we have and we work with them from the time they're five years old and all the way up and, you know, to be able to go against a team that's, you know, got a variety of options, I think showed that, you know, we, we have done some good things throughout the years with our kids down at our youth program, you know, like this group of kids, we, we worked really hard to get them to play, hard competitive teams we played a lot of a hockey and and the kids lost a lot of games but i i told them to to not worry about that it's all about development and being able to play someday at the pace that you want to play so i think that was a big deal you know when they were younger and we'd play teams like that we really struggled and just over the years they got better and better and you know like i said that the final outcome doesn't look so great on paper but i thought it showed that you know we we have that speed and skill be able to keep up with a really good team like that so that that probably is the biggest thing to me is that you know seven eight years ago when they were getting crushed by some of those good teams and when we first made that leap to play better teams you know it's finally paid off the last few years where we're we're playing some pretty fast hockey and then you had the game against prairie center you got the shutout and just talk about uh how how big of an achievement that is in high school hockey to be able to do that well i just think it's always a great thing you know it's it's, you know, the goalie gets the credit first and foremost, which they should. You know, Gunner played really well in the net. It's his second shutout of the season. But, you know, like we even talked about this in practice yesterday, we work a lot on drills where you're making sure you can cut the ice in half so the goalie isn't having to take, you know, allow any angle at all for the shooter. If your defenseman, like I said, our defenseman played very well. Our forwards came back and back-checked hard, and we, we talk really hard about that, that basically – for anyone out there who doesn't know that, that's just coming back. When the play's coming back towards your net, you're not being lazy. You're working hard to come back, and you're putting back pressure on those people, forcing them to different angles to have to move to the outside to shoot. You know, and a lot of times kids don't get credit for that. It's, it's a lot of times like alignment in football. They don't get nearly enough credit for, for that hard work. But when kids come back like that and force somebody, they know there's somebody coming from behind them, push them out to the outside, uh, it definitely makes it better for our goalies, you know, and, and again, you know, he played great either way, but it, it's nice to have an all-around team effort when you get the shutout that way too. You know, again, it's 
lot of times the quarterback gets all the attention in football, but it takes everybody to, to play well. And, you know, you mentioned the speed that you guys have and that you really get to kind of flex this year. Does that help more, like you said, getting back on the defensive end, or does that help more attack on offense? Which way do you see that speed benefiting your team this year? Boy, I think all around. You know, I, I think we can put a lot of pressure on teams. You know, one of the things we also try to do when you have speed is, is you get the puck in the zone as soon as you can and you get it all the way behind them. If you can make them come 200 feet back up the ice, you can put a lot of pressure on teams. You know, when you have foot speed like that, it's tough for defensemen to break the puck out of their end when they've got somebody up and in their face right away. It just it's it's quite challenging. Our defensemen see that when we play fast teams. So I, I think it makes a difference there. But no doubt all the way around, when you can come back then and also put uh, some pressure on them coming back through the neutral zone, it makes it challenging as well. But probably if I had to choose more so up front, you know, when you can get the puck in deep and you can just keep it in their end, not only do you get scoring chances, but uh, you certainly shouldn't get scored on from the other end of the rink. Now looking ahead to Saturday's game against Red Lake Falls, it's in Wadena, but uh, a high-scoring team in Red Lake Falls. What's uh, your game plan to try and get the win there? Well, I think the biggest thing is to shut down their first line. You know, we played them last year. We beat them at home. Um, they did lose, you know, one of their top scorers, and again, we returned ours, so we feel like our balance is, is good. Um you know, they, they most of their goals are coming from their one line, and, and we've seen that already at times this year. So I think a lot of it is playing really well defensively against them. Um, and then just, just trying to control possession of the puck. You know, when you get high-scoring teams like that, they're, they're, um, they're opportunistic. They just look for chances to score. So we work hard at not creating turnovers and, and making sure we keep possession of the puck so they don't get as many opportunities. And then, obviously, it goes without saying we need to finish when we get opportunities to score. So... I think we match up well. I think it should be a really good game. <clears throat> and I think if we play well, we should get a win there. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head boys hockey coach Scott Woods. Coach, thanks for taking the time to talk with us. Best of luck in your game, and we'll chat at you next week. Sounds good. Thanks again, CJ. Should be a great game for Wolverine Hockey. That game is in Wadena at 1 p.m. this afternoon. Now we go from the rink, and let's head over to the mat and check on the wrestling team. On Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wollum. And, Coach, just uh, fill us in on kind of what happened over the last week and uh, what happened over that uh, Wadena Deer Creek tournament. Um, so last competition we had was the Dennis Cott tournament uh, that we host um, every early December. And, again, it was a, a very tough tournament. Um, great teams from, you know, north and uh, central Minnesota here. Um, and, you know, we... Team scorer, of course, you know, we didn't look so hot for us, but there was a lot of really good things that happened throughout the day, um, not only in the varsity gym, but in the JV gym. You know, first competition of the year, it's tough for kids to kind of, like, figure out where they're at, but they did really, really well, I thought, from in a coach's eye. And when you look at that first tournament, like you said, a, a big tournament, how do you, uh, you said some bigger schools, tough competition, how do you and your coaching staff look at your kids' performance and try and kind of use it as a measuring stick? What things do you look for? So each kid, um, you know, we were just trying to establish a baseline. So as a team, we were just focusing on being aggressive. Uh, the, the rules of the sport are ever-changing and, uh, you know, wrestling is a sport where the rules change almost every year, whereas, you know, every other sport, pretty much the rules are set in stone. But uh, we're just trying to establish aggression um, in every position. 
And, you know, we had guys that lost, but they went, they lost by being the aggressor, which that's, that's really huge because eventually um, they'll learn how to harness that aggression later in the season. And uh, hopefully those losses turned into W's. So we were just looking at every kid individually and just figuring out, you know, like technique wise where they're at, you know, establishing what their favorite move is, you know, what's their second go-to move. And then just like using that one-two punch for tournaments uh, like this weekend in Brainerd. And with that, uh, the Dennis Cotts tournament at the Wadena Deer Creek Middle High School, just how fun is it to have that kind of tournament to kick off the season for you guys and or is kind of a big uh, welcome into the season, like you mentioned, a good place to see where everybody's at and just have all these good wrestling programs come uh, to WDC and kind of get to be the place to showcase that. It was really cool. I mean, there was a lot of buzz in school um, from, you know, kids even that are not involved with wrestling. They just happen to be, you know, at the tournament watching their friend wrestle, you know, maybe their cousin wrestle. And it was it was fun. There's been a lot of buzz in school, which is great for the program. Um, it's just been kind of, uh, you know, everybody's like relying on each other. It's a, turning into a very cohesive group. You're getting people that have zero background in wrestling that have really been questioning like, hey, you know, I saw, you know, I heard on the radio or I saw in the newspaper this or that, you know, can you tell me more about it? You know, the kids are just thrilled because they're, they're, they're part of something bigger. So that's what's a really nice spinoff, um, having this stuff early in the season, as it gets a lot of buzz in the community. Um, whereas if you were on the road the whole month of December, you know, you might read the results, but you have no idea what's going on. But getting to see it in person is, a, is just an added bonus. And now as you get ready for another tournament action, you mentioned one in Brainerd. Uh, give us a little bit more information on that and what you're looking for uh, uh, with your squad. So the Brainerd tournament, or the Paul Bunyan tournament, it's a two-day Friday, uh, December 9th, and, and Saturday, December 10th. Uh, I think it's roughly 16 teams. We have teams uh, all the way from the Metro, you know, Central Minnesota. Um, they're coming from all over. And it'll be fun. It's actually going to be kind of like three tournaments in one. There's going to be your typical varsity uh, tournament, and there's going to be a JV tournament, and there's going to be a girls tournament. Um, and it's going to be huge. We've got we'll, – we'll have low numbers in the varsity lineup, um, and I did that on purpose. We are going to have a ton of kids in the JV. I think if everyone's healthy and over the influenza and stuff like that, we'll have over 20 kids in the JV tournament, we'll have five girls competing in the girls only tournament. And then we'll have like six or seven boys in the varsity tournament. So, um, it's going to be a tough, tough varsity tournament. Um, but the JV, I think is going to be great. All those kids are going to get five or six quality matches along with the girls. Um, Bemidji will be there. They have a huge girls squad of roughly 20 girls. Um, looking at the list, we were in about second with five girls. And then a lot of the other metro schools have about, it uh, looks like two or three girls maybe. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, where these weights line up for these girls and um, so they can get some really good matches too. And you talk about that loading up the JV team a little bit, trying to get the uh, kind of some of those favorable matchups, trying to help these kids with their confidence in the beginning of the season. Is that kind of your thought process going into that or what's, uh, what's the, your, uh, your theory with that? That's exactly my theory. Um, we've got some kids, uh, you know, I always think of like freshmen. Um, we got James Sealhammer, Jaden Kenny. You know, these guys are, they'll, 
they're always in the varsity lineup for dual meets, you know, because we're we're competing as a team, we're filling a roster. But these big tournaments, there's no sense putting them on a varsity um, in the varsity lineup because you know they could go 0 and 2, and then they're sitting around for 12 plus hours. Um, whereas if they're in the JV tournament, man, they're guaranteed five matches and they're going to be in the mix the whole time. And it kind of gives them a little bit of a, a lax on cutting weight, too. Um, and I'll use James and Jaden again. You know, they're they're cutting weight, and it's their second time doing that. They did a little bit last year. It takes a mental toll, so it's just kind of nice to give your body the break, especially during this cold and flu season. Um, you know, let them, let them eat a little bit more, be healthier, be stronger, just keep that immune system in check. Um, so there's going to be a lot of kids. Really excited about this JV portion. That's uh, those kids are super excited, and the varsity guys too. I think we'll be able to compete. Um, just looking at the Cots tournament, you know, Kobe Andrus was runner-up. I think he'll have a strong push for uh, the finals. And at the Paul Bunyan tournament, Grant Steelhammer had an outstanding tournament at the Cots tournament. He went two and two. Um, he wrestled really strong. And then we have Seth Strowing at the same weight class. I think he'll be strong. Um, yeah, there's going to be some good results, I think, on the varsity end, too. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head wrestling coach Brad Wallum. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join in on the program. Best of luck uh, with your team throughout the uh, the Paul Bunyan tournament in Brainerd. Hey, thanks, DJ. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. Time now for our first Wolverine Player of the Week for the winter sports season. We're joined by an eighth grader on the girls' basketball team. It's Peyton Gravel. Peyton, what's your season been like so far? Very good. We are currently 2-0, and and it's just been a good, good week for us. Still early in the season, but Peyton, what are some of those areas you're doing really well on the court right now? I rebound very well, and when I get an offensive rebound, I just am looking to put it back up to get some points on the board. What do you think makes you a good rebounder? I just really look to box out my players and fight for the rebounds every single minute of the game, and I just work very hard at what I do, and I think that's what I'm best at out on the court. What's your favorite thing about your teammates? We just have a lot of fun. I think that's one of our best traits is that we're kind of just easygoing and we just look to have our best game every single game. It's early, but what are your goals for the rest of the season? I think I really want to be conference champs and just get out there and destroy our conference just like we did in volleyball and continue to win games. Good luck the rest of the season, Peyton. Thank you. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to WadenaRadio.com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. 
So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. At the Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right. That's why we offer free and interactive online DIY workshops. During the live streams, our knowledgeable associates help you tackle your DIY projects no matter your age or skill level. You can learn how to install new single pole switches as well as standard duplex and GFCI outlets. Register for free at homedepot.com slash workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.